authentic conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America, or should I say good evening, the world, to all my listeners in the United Kingdom, Barbados, the Virgin Islands, the Caribbean, Australia, the United Kingdom. I just want to tell you guys good evening. Tonight, I have a program that has been requested uh, by many of you, and it's really funny. People are asking almost the exact same question but it's being asked from two separate ends of the spectrum. Just as the United States and England are on separate ends of the pond, there's definitely a big disconnect between people and where we get our origins uh, or our, our attitudes, even our perspectives, as it relates to love and relationships. Often that battlefield becomes more than confusing. It becomes a pain in the you-know-what sometimes, When you try to figure out, okay, where am I? What do I do? Is this thing even for real? You know, earlier uh, today, there was a blog that I wrote, released uh, to several different media spectrums, and I'm quite sure if you haven't seen it, you probably will see it sooner than later. But I'm just going to take the time, if I may, to indulge you and share it with you. You know, Love happens when we least expect it to. As a matter of fact, most of the time when it does happen, we're not even aware that it's taking place. So I'm going to read this blog to you, and then I'm going to jump straight into the program tonight uh, just to give you a little glimpse of the future. I'm going to talk about the eight signs or more when you should call it quits before you even consider breaking up things you might want to think about questions to ask and signs that you this relationship is for real, uh, as well as giving you some clues on how to make your relationship last. So if you are dealing with an affair of the heart, this is definitely a program you don't want to miss. So with that stated, let's just roll with it. Love happens when you least expect it. It seems like just another ordinary day. There you are doing your shopping, being bored at work, going through your mail, even dealing with another pain-in-the-butt problem, then it happens. You get clobbered. Bam! Love happens when you least expect it. As a matter of fact, if it weren't for the fact that the greatest desire of all people is to be loved, to love, and be in love, we'd be pissed at the way real authentic love enters our lives. Real authentic love is not something you plan for, nor is it something you can make happen. It's likened to a bird spotting you from afar while you're walking along as you go about minding your own business all of a sudden as if the poop god said, Abracadabra, your little feathered friend, while in flight drops his barely digested lunch on your recently cleaned clothing. On one level, you get very angry, yet on another level, you can't help but laugh. You know why? Like the bird guano on your apparel, 
Out of nowhere, love hits you. Love happens when you least expect it. All people desire love. All people desire happiness. All people desire the euphoria that comes with being connected to someone in a magically spellbinding way that absolutely no other person is. The issue, you simply cannot make such a thing happen. Many men and many a woman has attempted to extort love from an unwilling situation trying everything from cooking to learning to perfect fellatio. Many women, many a woman has attempted to win a man's heart. Men have fought wars, schemed, cried, lied, killed to prove their love to a woman. Nonetheless, the ugly truth is, the grim reality of life is there is absolutely nothing one can do to make love happen, stay, or even return. Making matters worse, You can be newly engaged. You could have just recently moved in with someone. Heck, you could have even exchanged wedding vows or even be expecting a child, and bam, you realize the person with whom you've just gotten pregnant, you just got engaged, you just moved in with, or even married is not the person you are truly in love with. So what do you do? Even worse, what do you do when you've known the person you're engaged to moved in with, or just married, and you've known them for years, while the person you know you are in love with is someone you just met. Hmm. Believe it or not, this happens more than you know. You see, love happens when you least expect it. That's why you should never rush into getting into a committed relationship with anyone until you are absolutely sure they are the one. First things first, sure, before you start talking about love and being in love that you're not merely infatuated, and later in the show, I'm going to really go into some deep stuff on that one. Love, real love, hits like a tsunami. It hits with an unapologetic momentum. There's an undeliable presence of perfection in your connection. When it's the real thing, everything about the person you're in love with fits like a glove. It's perfect. It's just right. It feels familiar. Moreover, it's organic. The feeling is mutual. Now, did you hear what I just said, people? If it's real love, it is not one-sided. So tonight, some of you... Uh, I'm going to tell you to go ahead and listen to the rest of the program because it will definitely benefit you probably, if not now, in the future. But if your love life is one-sided, that is in no way real love. That is you living a delusion. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. You and everyone else can see the chemistry between the two of you is off the chain. That's when it's real love, people. This is a person, not a fix-upper. They look right. They sound right. They even smell right. Even if and when you disagree, you yet agree. Real love cannot be take. You you cannot uh, take cover from behind the wall of pride when you're really in love. No matter what you do, you cannot camouflage how this person makes you feel. Real love causes you to tolerate things you typically never put up with, not even for one second. Real love makes you laugh and even ignore burps and farts. I know that sounded really gross, but I had to throw it in there because when you love, basically nobody can do anything really wrong. Now, here's the real issue. How do you uh, prevent yourself from blowing it? Well, first, let's just say this. I'm going to say that for the latter part of the show. Anyway, that's part of the blog that I penned earlier today. So now let's talk about this love thing. Many of you 
uh, as of right now, it looks like over about 2.9 million of you are listening to this program so you can get the answers to that question. So the first thing that I want you to consider is if you are in love and you're confused about it, if you're wondering, do I stay with this fool? Well, I hope that's not what you're wondering, but let's just say that is what you're wondering. If you're wondering, is this real? Is there something better out there? If you're wondering, do they really love me? Do they really care about me? If you're wondering, hmm, should I sleep with this other person? Should I return my ex's uh, phone calls? Should I go back on uh, Adult Friend Finder or eHarmony? You know what? Adult Friend Finder is funny to me. I found out there is actually a website for freaks. So if you're a freak and just trying to get your freak on, you need to go and really talk to Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. But there's something out there for everybody. But before you go and log in and get you, get your digital love on, you really want to know, is this current thing you're in the real thing? Is it fake? I'm going to tell you this much. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lesson. With that stated, don't attempt to make something be that which it isn't. What I mean by that statement is simply this. You may be in a good relationship for right now. That's not the real McCoy. Quit trying to make it the real McCoy. Enjoy where you are. See, some of you, you've been in a jaded, jacked-up marriage ever since Fred Flintstone was a little boy. I was going to say was wearing shoes, but I guess Fred never wore shoes. And if you don't know who Fred Flintstone is, you probably just started wearing shoes. But the point I'm making is time. Accept what it is. If someone's in your life for a reason, it could be just to teach you a lesson for you to take care of some karmic debt. Maybe they're just there because God has a bigger plan for your gifts, and it's not time for you to love a person. He wants you to love your purpose. Have you ever thought about that? Then there's always there's somebody's in your life for a season. A season can last for a few minutes all the way up to a few decades. question is, you can't take either of those things and put them in an inappropriate place in your life because if you do, you are asking for trouble. So with that said, let's just assume uh, for the sake of tonight's program that you are in a relationship and you just don't know what your next move is. You don't know whether you're about to uh, take the ring back to Jared's and, or to the uh, Wolf's Pawn Shop or your local pawn shop or if you're going to even accept a ring, you don't know if you just moved into a mess and want to move back out before you lose your doggone mind. You don't know if you really want to just be co-parents because now you messed around and pulled your drawers off and like your mama told you, you shouldn't have done it, but it's too late because you got a baby in you. Or it could be you told everybody in your family you and this fool are getting married. Now look at you. You don't you don't want to call it off because, well, you're just too embarrassed. And then God help and help us all. For some of you religious folks out there, and don't y'all write me, I love the Lord, but I'm just going to call you what you are, you nitwit. You don't want to leave a relationship because you feel like 
God will kill you. He will throw a lightning bolt at you. Let me give you a hint. I wrote a book that is a best-selling book called Break Up, Don't Break Down years ago. Not that many years ago. I'm not that damn old. But I wrote that book, and the Associated Press referred to it as the relationship manual. Now, what I'm going to suggest is this. Don't let any of the aforementioned things, and I'm going to list it again for some of you that were chewing on your sandwich, don't let the fact that uh, you are pregnant, don't let the fact that you have some kind of issue going on, don't let the fact that you are confused as hell, don't let the fact you don't got scared or that baby scared, don't let the fact that you have taken vows with someone Because even Jesus said, how can two walk together? At least they both agree, you dig? You know, and the Bible, as well as the Quran, as well as the Ching, as well as the Tarot, has many more verses in it about divorce than it does marriage. Hey, yeah, that's right. If you actually read the thing, you would know that, for those of you that want to go around saying, well, the Lord said we should stay together. The Lord did not say you should stay with a fool, be abused, call out your name, be held hostage, or be made miserable. God said, if anything, above all things, I wish that you would live and prosper, even as your souls prospers, and be in good health. So I don't know what Bible you're reading that says you should be sentenced to misery, but that simply is not the truth. And if you think it is, why don't you try reading the Bible instead of listening to your pastor? Anyway, there's a cartoon I love by a cat named Tom when he says, my pastor, your pastor, your pastor. Okay, I can't say what the cartoon says, but you you can Google it and find it. Now, here's the deal. When you're, If your relationship is rocky right about now, and you're wondering, do I break off? Do I stay? Do I break off? Do I stay? <laughs> Let me help you with this real quick. And don't don't start tripping because by the end of the show, I'm going to be telling you eight signs if you should call it quits. And I'm going to give you eight things you can do to make it better. But right now, I'm going to talk about some things you need to ask before you decide to go. And I'm going to give you a whole bunch of stuff. So here's one. Are you just mad? Some of us. And I'll say me too. I have been that person that made decisions when I was feeling, well, okay, some kind of way, impulsive, uh, tripping. Slow your roll. Slow down. Evaluate it. Is the decision you're about to make purely an emotional one? Fellas, are your hormones out of sorts? You always talk about women's hormones. Are you tripping, bro, or young lady? Are you just mad at him because somebody said something or because you just thought about something? Here's what you need to do. Calm your butt down and think about it. Wait. Wait carefully what is motivating you to want to call it quits because you may be just tripping, okay? You know, it's really easy to tell somebody to go over there to hell, sit in the corner when you're upset. So just ask yourself, number. oh, let me tell you, get your pen and paper. Because you might want to write some of this stuff down tonight. It's probably some good stuff. You feeling me? Okay. So if you're angry and tripping, I always tell people, give yourself 
appropriate time. For people that are mature, that's 15 to 20 minutes. For people that are crazy, that could be a week. So just depending on where you are on the crazy scale, you know, if you like really out there, you know, give yourself some time. If you have all your faculties and you're a rational person, give yourself at least an hour to calm down, <clears throat> maybe a day or two, okay? Second thing, ask this question. Can the two of you really work it out? Now, here's what's, here's the catch to that one, all right? Both of you have to actually want to work it out. Yoo-hoo. Anybody home? You get it? Do you really? Meaning both of you. Because if one of you wants to work it out and the other one doesn't, child, you're just wasting your time. You might as well go get you a cup of uh, a hot apple cider or something and some cookies. All right. Now, is there and, – and, and if if it can be worked out, can we work it out? Let's ask this question. Is there anything about this relationship worth salvaging? Because I'm going to tell you something, folks. If you've been out here cheating on people, if you don't put your hands on somebody, and by the way, what in the hell is wrong with you? Don't you know people like putting folks in jail, especially those of us that happen to have – you know, uh, penis and testicles. Gentlemen, the police cannot wait to put your crazy butt in jail, so keep your hands off your woman. If she's made you that mad, you need to just leave, bro, for real. And as for you, young lady, yes, I'm talking to you, dear. Yes, I am. Stop making people that mad to where they want to choke you and stuff, because there's something wrong with you for being crazy enough to make a grown man mad, I'm not saying that gives any man a right to whoop on you. I, it doesn't. And here's the real talk while we saying, can we work this out? You women need to stop beating on men and then letting the police come and the man get arrested and you know you started it. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Hey, man, well, I'm just, I'll leave that alone because I'm, I'm, I'm going way, way, way off on the deep end. Now, let's go back to this, though. If your relationship is worth salvaging, you need more than likely to involve a professional to work with you. No, I'm not doing a commercial for me because, to be honest, I choose my clients. I don't take everybody that comes to me because some of y'all are crazy. I ain't lying. Y'all need to go see the Steve Harvey Show audience because you don't, don't come to me, child. But if you are sane, I'd love to help you. But, but here's the point. You know, I look at the things that some of us do, and some of us don't really have a problem. What we have is a misunderstanding that has gone on so long that we've started to validate it as being real. So look at your situation. Only you know what you can tolerate. You know, some people can forgive. Some people can't. Some people can um let things go. Some people can't. You know who you are. But if you want some help, you know, uh, after the show, email me and know it's not free. So don't be like, ah, but I thought it was free. Nothing worth having is free, dear. Now, let's say this. If you could resolve it, if you could work it out, that means that you need to start paying attention to things that got you derailed in the first place, which we'll talk about that in a minute, but I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're married, you need to try to work it out, okay? If you have a child involved, 
you need to try to work it out. The only thing that Dr. Young said, so don't put this on, I made this up, this is my opinion, that says you should throw in a towel as if someone is uh, making you feel like you're held hostage, if they have put their hands on you, if they've called the police on you, Anybody that's doing that kind of crazy stuff, you might want to leave them alone because sooner or later you're going to end up really getting hurt or getting arrested. And you already know if you get arrested, there goes your job, there goes the whole your reputation, a whole lot of other stuff. Now, here's, here's, here's another thing. When times get tough, it is very easy to get caught up into the grass will be green on the other side, right? And you figure, if I just reenter the land of singleness, everything will be better. That's crap. I'm single. It's, let, let me give you a hint. I spent all this time by myself for a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's not like being in a relationship completes you. It doesn't. If you believe that, you're crazy. Being in a relationship can complement your life. If you're looking for someone else to validate you, homie, a relationship is only going to crash and burn because nobody wants some needy person always needing to be up under them, always needing them to validate them because that's a sign that you have some other issues where you just aren't happy with you. And I'll say it again. If you don't like being alone with you, why in the hell would somebody else want to be alone with you? Just think about that for a minute. Amen. That'll preach. All right. Now, here's the other thing. Before you initiate a breakup, ask this question. Did you communicate openly and talk openly about your needs? And I don't mean communication meant you're sitting up there with your drawers down, pointing at your genitalia, talking about, come on, I want some. That is not communicating. That is you looking awfully weird. Or if don't sit there and say, well, you missed this. You didn't go here with me. You didn't buy me a puppy. First of all, you don't even take care of fish. How are you gonna? You don't even have to walk fish, and your fish are dying. Why would you get a puppy? You know, ask yourself: Are you being really honest uh, with this other person? Now, if you are, that's a red flag, and one you should not ignore. However, if you have not been communicating honestly, that's a problem. You heard me? Real problem. Now. Here's a bigger one. How will your world change if you split? Let me qualify that because I just thought about it. I just gave some some sorry, lazy person an excuse to keep ruining somebody's life. Let me back that up. Your world should change if you are looking and have been in a relationship where someone is taking care of your grown, you know what, grown folks need to be partnered, not a dependent. And if you are a woman or a man that you are sitting home all day, and I can see this now if you got two or three children, because if you got children under five years old and you make less than uh, $2,000 a month, hell, it's cheaper for you to stay home than go to work because daycare going to cost you more than, you know, than what you're making. So you just actually putting wear and tear on your car and body just to get have something drive you crazy, to be honest with you. But ask yourself, is the fear of change 
and fear of the unknown stopping you from leaving a jacked-up, unhealthy relationship. Because if it is, child, let me tell you this, and hell no, you can't come stay with me. Get that out your head. I like living by myself. But the point I'm making, and probably so do most of your relatives, by the way, and friends, but if you could find a roommate or someone, or, or here's, here's a simple solution, take your butt back to school and live on campus, and that can come out your financial aid, right? But get out of that situation and get some independence, because one of the reasons you probably have having problems is somebody's probably sick and tired of handing you 5 and $10 Either way it goes, do not ever, 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 ever stay in a relationship, especially one while somebody's slapping you upside your head and stuff, because you fear change. Now, the now here's a different thing. Your world changing is one thing, but fear of regret is another. Some people are just uh, scared of being by themselves. You know, they just you know they just don't want to be alone. It's something wrong with you too. Yes, I said it. If you feel I, I had a client of mine years ago say to me, I just don't like being by myself and I wanted to say, Child, you just need some medicine. But the truth of it is, there are some of us that feel that we just don't want to be alone. And and here's a sign that you're one of these people. If you cannot sit still for four hours and not watch T V and just think and I don't mean just sitting in a room staring at the paint. I didn't say that. I mean just sit at a park, sit and read a book, just sit and relax for four hours. Some, you know, you have issues. Yes, I'm telling you what your relatives won't tell you because they just kind of shake their head and be like, yeah, look at it, child. It's ADHD. It ain't no ADHD. You know, you don't have attention deficit disorder. Your little behind is neurotic, and you have an anxiety issue. So you have to learn how to just be one with yourself. Again, like I said earlier, that's probably part of your problem. If you can't stand to be alone with you, why should someone else? Now, here's another thing. Is anyone influencing your decision change your relationship like you're a married woman, you sleeping with some dude, well, you know, sister, stop being a garden tool. You already know what I mean. I remember this, that episode of Jeopardy, and they said, this is an immoral pleasure seeker. And this kid said, what is a hope? And that's not the answer. It was actually a rake. But if you are being a rake, okay, I like the other word better, but just for the sake of my people with gentle ears, I will say a rake. If you're being a rake, an immoral pleasure seeker, and that's why you want to leave your marriage, you need to stop it. And to be honest, if you just ain't going to stop cheating, please leave that man or that woman alone so someone that can love and appreciate them could actually have them instead of your trifling butts. Now, the next thing, have you really given this relationship your best shot? Again, I'm not talking to some of you that have been cheated on, beat on, talked about, she didn't went to, she went and talked about you in front of your friends and your mom and them and talked about your mama's wig. You know, especially if your mama wears the kind of wig that looks like a you know, you could put on a chin strap and that thing is weatherproof. I'd probably talk about your mama's wig too, but not in front of her because I don't want to get hit in the head with a shoe. 
Okay, I'll admit it. That was a flashback from my Aunt Joella. But the point I'm making is you do not need to be having anyone influence your decision other than you. Now, here's the thing I want you to know. In case you have some ratchetness in your character, child, I'm going to point out that ratchetness so you can just get yourself up, take a deep breath, get you some, go take a wash off. If you ain't going to bathe, take a wash off. Put on some clean drawers and socks and the rest of your clothes, if you please, because Oh, I got to ask you something. Hang on. While we're doing this show, my producer is shaking her head going, oh, my God, here it comes. He's fixing to do another one. Okay. Yes, I am going to do it. Why do people go to Walmart in their pajamas? I was in Walmart. I know that ain't got nothing to do with the show, but, hell, I got to get this off my chest. It's still burning on my retina. I saw a rather portly-sized woman. Let's put it like this. You know how narrow the aisles are in Walmart? Let's just say sister was taking up most of the aisle, okay? And had the nerve to have the, her, her, I guess these were Christmas pajama pants on with some shoes. I, I swear to God, if I wasn't scared, that woman would have found me. I, I, would, I promise you I'd take a picture and put on the next show. But I'm walking through there, and this woman has on uh, some animal house shoes, her head wrapped up in a piece of scarf, not even a, a new scarf, a raggedy one. Uh, y'all stop laughing. This is a true story. Bless my soul. And I had to witness this. And then this child had no bra on. Lord, help me, Jesus. I haven't seen anything like that since I was a little child, and we went to visit Old MacDonald's Farm. And everything on Old MacDonald's Farm was old. So you can imagine what I'm – never mind. Okay, back to the show. Uh, it was just me. I'm going to just tell you all something. Don't y'all go to Walmart after 8 o'clock, especially in Houston, Texas. I promise. All right, now, back to the show. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, all right. Stuff that uh, if you're going to leave your relationship. Uh, that The Walmart thing, people just got to me. It was a flashback. Don't laugh at me. It could have happened to you, too. All right, now, <clears throat> talking about they need to share up in there. All right, here we go. But if your relationship is suffering from these things, this is how you know to leave. If you're staying just for the stuff, if you're staying because you live in a certain house, this person's letting you drive one of their cars, uh, you know, you don't have no lunch money. Whatever your problem is, you do not stay with people and use them, especially when you know you're not feeling them. You know, grow up and and become responsible and, and get a life. The next thing, if your happily ever after has started sucking, meaning you you met this woman, when you met her, she was smooth everywhere and she smelled good all the time. Now she got stubble on her chin, a mustache sticking in yours and you know, the hot water bottle is hanging up in the bathroom and it's never used. Never mind, y'all will figure that out later. You know, somebody's going, what a hot water bottle? What is a hot water bottle? Don't ask. All right, but if it's gotten bad and there is no more, I'm going to tell you the first sign of a relationship going south isn't the sex because people can get busy, be working, be tired, 
but they'll get around to giving you some, especially if you just be naked around them long enough. They can't take it. They'll just be like, come here, let me see this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, be still. You know, it'd be, it's so funny when you I had this uh, one time. This is so funny. I had a, a friend of mine that owned a restaurant, uh, and the person's father was an older man, and he had a crush on one of the waitresses, and he called us saying, you done had your bath. You done put on you some baby powder. <laughs> How the hell old are you? You done put on some baby powder. Okay, never mind. Anyway, but if your love life has fizzled and started looking a little bit dim, that's a sign that there's really not too much love in your life, you dig? Relationships do go through seasons, and, you know, the euphoria wears off. But when the things that really matter, like laughter, uh, when you go to bed, you know, playing footsie, snuggling, uh, smiling when you see the other person, you know, that like that's a good sign right there. If you see the other person and your first reaction is like, damn, let that fool go, you know, you're probably not in a good relationship. Here's another thing. Is there any chemistry left? Has the chemistry worn off? Because if it has, that that ain't too good. That, that's just not a good thing, and you might want to start running. That's another sign. You need to bust a move. And I would say bust it on real quick because you do not want to be in a jaded relationship. Um, and you've heard this one in everything, every interview I've ever done, written, uh, print, or television, written, I mean, or broadcast on television. When you start looking more forward to leaving home than you do coming home, when you are sitting in your garage not wanting to go in the house, especially if you're sitting in there with the door down and the car running trying to kill yourself. I hope you're not doing that. But you know what I mean. When you get to a point where you just don't even want to go home, you want to, and when you do go home, you hope the other person is either dead or asleep. Well, okay, not dead, but you hope to sleep. I know some of y'all said, no, you was right. I wish, I wish they was dead. No, I understand that, but don't be, don't be ugly. Your corpse is someone else's prince, okay? Now, <laughs> that was funny. All right. Now, let's go to this next thing. No, we're not going to break. My, my producer's like, you haven't taken a break in the last three shows. You know the beauty of having your own commercial-free program? You can do what you want. Uh, it's, it's really, I hope, I am Blog Talk Radio execs. I know you're listening to this show, so I want to tell you guys I love you. But I need to tell the audience the truth. Blog has, they've offered me so many sponsors for my program, and I keep turning them down, and I do it because of you, my audience, who right now the number is 2,958,000 people. So I think I'm just going to keep loving on you guys because I love the fact you're loving on me. Now, let's go here. We're going to take this part of the show. And I'm going to tell you, because just one of my, a couple of fans wrote me and they were like, Dr. Young, well, I want to know some signs when it's over. So I'm going to do that. And then somebody else wrote me and said, I don't want to hear about when it's over. How can I make my relationship work? So I'm going to do both y'all a favor and answer both your questions. Make sure you got your pen out because we're not going to do this over and over. I'm just going to do this tonight. I'm lying, but that sounded good. It made me feel awfully good. All right. Now, 
if it is when you know to call it quits. And this can be the toughest one. This is one of the tougher ones. When peer pressure from your family and friends, especially those folk at your church, keep encouraging you to stay in something that's making you miserable as hell, you need to tell them people, look, you don't live with this fool. I do. Just simple as that. Because if you keep letting other people determine what you should do about your life, don't get mad when your life is pitter-pattering or about the flat line because these people did not come in the world with you. I promise you when you die, they're not going to go with you. So you need to make your own decision about what is best for you. You hear me? Now, and if somebody asks you, well, I don't care, you going to hell, say, well, I'm already living there now. Hell, I might as well move to the other side. Okay? You do not have to put up with staying in a relationship. And, again, order break up, don't break down. I have a specific chapter and verse where you can go and read the quotes yourself from your own, whatever your faith system is, where it says it is okay for you to end a dysfunctional, abusive, tormenting, tumultuous relationship. So there's no no such thing as it's a sin to leave a pain-in-the-butt, irritating, self-deprecating relationship or marriage, okay? So don't let nobody pull that on you. Here's number B. I know that woman's probably just turning over in her grave every time I say that number B. All right, here's another reason why you can call it quits. <laughs> when you know that your needs are not being satisfied, and that doesn't make you a less than human. When someone doesn't satisfy you emotionally, sexually, even intellectually, that is a form of suffering. God does not want you to suffer. And it's not okay. All that stuff, you know, back in the day when they'd be like, well, my mom and them, my mom and them stay married. Your daddy can't stand your damn mama. Quit, quit thinking somebody needs to be miserable because your parents are crazy. That is not true. That is not true. It's time to move on. I know for a fact I cannot stand being in the company of a fool. If you are a finger-talking, with neck-moving person, I don't want to be around you. I sure the heck don't want you in public. Communicate with me. Because you could just be telling me about something that happened, and people going to be like, uh-huh, look at her. She reading him. No, she's not. She's just ignorant. She's telling me about her friend. But nobody knows, so, you know. Anyway, if your needs are not being met, just it's time to, it's time to throw up the deuce. So if someone doesn't satisfy you sexually, intellectually, or emotionally, later, bye-bye, because I guarantee you, it's not the big things that ruin relationships. It's the little stuff. I tell you, it's the little stuff every time. I promise you, it is the little stuff every time. Now, another thing, before you break up, before you leave, another thing that you want to do is make sure that you have addressed these needs of spirituality. If someone that you are with is about as spiritual as nothing, 
you do not need to be in a relationship with that person. And I'm going to tell you why. It will drive you crazy. You cannot make someone be a good, decent person. It just isn't going to happen. I don't care how much you love them. I don't care how much you do. It's just not going to go down. And if you think it's going to go down, you're lying to yourself. And I would strongly suggest that you do not lie. If you lie to anybody, do not lie to you. Now, here's another one. This is a big one. If you have lost respect for your partner, yes, that can hurt your feelings, but let's just say your partner has become lazy, you know, uh, more lazy. I started to make up a word and say lazier. Is, is that even a word? I don't want to know. But you may also lose respect for your partner if they keep making promises that they don't keep. If uh, they just start exhausting you with stupidity and stuff that you just have uh, uh, no use in, in their behavior, no respect for it. Uh, a good example of this is every time you look up, they are with a bunch of other adults of the same gender. Or if every time you look up, they are telling your family or their family your personal business. That is never a good sign. And if they are always inebriated, you know, turning it up, uh, doing everything from, and, and I'm talking about any type of abuse, be it alcohol, uh, overspending, gambling, not bathing. Oh, my God, if they're not bathing, that's just nasty. Now, here's another one. If the person you are with has turned medieval, meaning if your partner has behavior that is just dangerous or difficult, you know, like drinking in excess, and I'm talking about this could be a weekend drinker. I'm not just talking about somebody that drinks or somebody that every day they got a doggone beer or cocktail or a joint in their hand, or every day they have to be angry about something raising their voice. Every day they get home late as heck. Every day they got somebody coming by your house. That is somebody that, hell, I know I wouldn't put up with them. Now, if you can, as you, but that is going to be a difficult situation at best to get used to, and it is going to drive you apart. The worst thing that it can do is cause you to start cheating on them. And I always tell people, before you start cheating, especially if you're in a committed relationship, such as marriage, engagement, or cohabitation, you should just break up and move because that's going to turn into something that goes horribly wrong, okay? Here's another one. If you can walk around the person you're with naked or they just don't ever want to do what you used to do together, like they they started using the toilet with the door open, ugh, that's so trifling, or um, when you want to talk about things, they just either want to fight and argue or they don't want to talk about it at all, that's a sign that they could care less about fixing it, and what they're waiting on you to do is be the one to call it quits and leave. So go ahead and do them the favor. Look at them and just be like, Babu, see you later. Adios. Arrivederci. Whatever. Okay? Ciao. All right. Here we go. If you cannot forgive your partner for something that they've done, just stop. You're you're giving them hell and you too. 
You already know what you can't forgive. I'm going to tell you this. I am a person that if you cheated on me, I'm, I'm, it's a wrap because I ain't trying to get nothing nasty. That's why, you know, if I'm just dating you and you go out with somebody else, that's that. I'm not going to say it's cool, but I understand I am not your husband. So if that's what you want to do, that's cool. But here's the truth about it. If I'm, if we don't put a label on something and we have the same keys, the same last name, or you're wearing an overpiece piece of jewelry I put on you, uh, excuse me, but you need to hand me my ring back or something, you know, but that ain't going to work. So if you have a hard time forgiving, let it go. Just let it go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay? Here's another thing you look for. When you don't have fun anymore, when, you know, you know the stuff you used to do, play hide and go get it. You know, you dressed up like a piece of chicken and put flour on the bed and he rolled you over and played like he was Colonel Sanders. Okay, well, I hope that wasn't what y'all was doing because that would be extremely strange. But the point of it is, is if you don't go bowling and go shoot pool and go walking and go fly kites, if you don't go to the movies and you don't like to sit and make fun of folks at the mall or at Walmart that are walking around scaring the hell out of little children late at night, my God, help me, Um, things like that, if you just don't have fun together, that's a huge sign that it's over, okay? If the only time you're laughing is at the other person when they walk away, that's another sign. Now, here's the last one, which happens to be probably the most significant one. Anytime the goals aren't there anymore, like common goals, you guys don't have not one thing you help each other with. You don't do any more PowerPoints. He doesn't help you with the website. You don't help him with a business plan. You know, you guys can't give each other any advice. You don't want to hear it. That's a sign where you need to say, oh, Lord, it's over. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it is over when it's going down that way. It's time for you to go. Now, enough of the negative stuff. Now, here's some things that will make your relationship better. Notice the tone of voice change. Now, are you happy? Okay, here we go. And I'm going to say you use these things. If you do this stuff prior to getting in a relationship, you probably won't have to be pulling it out the bag because if you just incorporate the things I'm about to say to you while creating your relationship or while you are still speaking or while you're in uh, coaching or couples therapy or whatever the hell you're doing, use this stuff. It will bless your life. First thing, communicate on a holistic level. Now you go, Dr. D., what that word mean? Here's what that means, dear one. What that means is simply this. Balance. Communicate sexually, physically, mentally, emotionally. In other words, balance yourself. Don't just let this thing be uh, jacked up where you are... Um, what was this? Um Oh, I'm trying to think of the right word, where you are not engaging yourself at a deep level, okay? Try to make make sure 
that as you communicate with people, you are reaching deeper uh, and deeper instead of just halfway doing things. Don't ever get to a place in your relationship or in your love life with someone that you're trying to build something with and think that it's going to work because you just, uh, what what's the term for it? You're just going through the motions. If you do that, you are not going to make it. It's uh, it's going to cause, at, at the very best, it's going to cause a lot of hurt. Uh, it's going to cause a lot of brokenness. It's going to ruin uh, otherwise wonderful things. And it's easier to glue the scales back on a swimming fish than it is for you to uh, get your relationship right. And it and if you don't do this this way, I'm warning you, you will be one miserable person. And, and it's not worth it. I mean, it is just simply not worth it. Next thing, when you do communicate, do not just wait to talk. Listen. And when I say listen, I don't mean sit there staring at somebody like you 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 special, you know what I mean? But really, three ways you listen. A passive listener just sits there and waits to talk. And they aren't really listening to you till you say something they find interesting, right? An aggressive listener is really just waiting to talk. It is like they jump on a word and interrupt you every other sentence. But an assertive listener, that means that you're asserting yourself and putting forth meaningful and significant effort to say things in a way that makes good sense, okay? Now, here's the other one. Acknowledge people. Act. And I'm not even going to say don't act. Sincerely appreciate them at a, at a deep level. Let folks know that, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody has to take you and pay for your food all the time. I, I know for a fact I'm not going to do it. And I urge women and men, if you are dating or engaged to somebody that every time you go out you pay, you crazy. This is 2015. Every third meal, the other person should just offer to pay. Because if not, I mean, who are you taking out? Somebody that's handicapped, you know, even Stephen Hawking pays for food, and that man can't do nothing but go, you know what I'm saying? So always, every third meal, you should pay. And if you're not paying for dinner, at least have the decency to offer to leave the tip, okay? I mean, that's just, you know, just good etiquette. The other thing, when people do nice things for you, like call and say, how are you? How is your day-to-day? Say, you know what, thank you for asking. You know, I appreciate you caring because nobody has to sincerely care about how you're doing. If someone helps you, uh, especially fellows, I'm going to give you one. If your woman has children or a child, do give a woman a break. Offer to watch the kids or at least say, you know what, baby girl, let me uh, have send a pizza to the house for you tonight so you don't have to cook. Always just be nice 
Every now and then, uh, uh, give her a coupon or something. You know what I'm saying? Just give her a coupon and the money. Don't be so. If if you ain't got no money, you don't really need to be dating a woman with kids to begin with. But make sure that you can offer to do something to be a blessing. Next deal. Interdependence is a cool thing. I didn't say codependent. I didn't say that because that's dysfunctional. But interdependence means that you spend enough time alone as you do with your the person you care about. You don't need to be sitting there smelling each other like two dogs at the park. But you can just say, you know what, take some time tonight, you know, sit in the tub, soak. And if you live together, fellas, I'm going to tell you something. These are three things you can do that will help your woman like your crazy butt a little bit more. Pick up after yourself. If you know how to wash the clothes without ruining them, that goes for men and women because, you know, that's just sad. Nowadays, folks don't know how to wash their clothes. But wash the clothes and fold them. You heard what I said. Don't just wash the clothes and leave them in the dryer and have your clothes looking like balled-up sheets of paper, (laughs) you know. But do something that the other person typically does for you to show that you aren't taking for granted what they do. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you how that will help you. If you do that, you won't take for granted what, like, you'll be the one to take the clothes to the cleaners and pay for it sometimes. You'll be the one to stop and bring lunch to somebody. Because, man, I'm going to tell you, um, I had a housemate that before that was female, not a dude, so won't none of y'all be thinking no weird stuff. And every now and then she would say, you want me to drop your clothes off at the cleaners? And I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Thank you. Now, this is like five years ago. And she would do that for me, and I would always offer to pay for it. And she said, nah, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You're always doing nice stuff for me. And I was like, that's so cool, you know. And, hell, why when I started taking my clothes to the cleaners, I started realizing how much that cost, you know. So that let me know right then that was somebody really just being uh, exceptionally kind. So I'm going to tell you, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. And interdependence is a cool thing because that's like finding balance between you and the person that God sentenced to you. I mean, that God put in your life. Just kidding. Just kidding. Here's another thing. Playfulness. Always play. You know how little kids play? Say silly, silly stuff. There is actually a chemical in the brain called oxytocin. It's like oxyclean, <laughs> but it's oxytocin, L-K-O-X-Y-T-O-C-I-N. And I call it the get-you-some hormone or the color hormone. And it's in both brains because a lot of people associate that with women before they get ready to start lactating after having a baby. But, brothers, you have some oxytocin, too. You know, that's why y'all, some of y'all like to dress up in women's clothes. No, I'm just kidding. But the truth is, oxytocin will help you with playfulness. And and I'm saying, you, even if you're not funny, because some of you just can't tell a joke, so stop trying, um, you can find a funny video, a comic strip, a, a cartoon, even a funny television program where you can record it and say, hey, I want you to watch this, watch this movie. You know, but make sure that you learn how to laugh together. I cannot stress how much laughter is a huge component and attraction to people. <laughs> Acceptance. You know, 
I'm I'm just going down the list because you said you wanted to keep him, so you know I'm gonna help you do it. We need to learn how to accept each other for who we really are. Now, here's what that means. Stop pretending to be something you're not. You know, if you get around your friends and you curse and drink, sometimes, I'm, I didn't say start acting like they just release you from the Department of Corrections, but I am saying act the way you do with your friends around your significant other because sooner or later, the real you is going to slip out. And if they're not feeling that person, hey, uh, you just married somebody and you can't get the ring or your money back. So let them find out who you really are up front so you will know if they really like you. Now, this one I cannot express more than anything. Be positive. Quit being so negative about everything. I mean, some of y'all, I just, I don't, I don't get it. No matter what goes on, you want more. You know, I've heard women say to men, well, I just need to know that you love me. And I just need, and and after about the third need, I'm like, you know what? Are you special needs? Because I can't give you all of that. Be positive. Stop draining people, wanting them to just keep validating you and make you happy. Make somebody else happy. As a matter of fact, if you had some extra happiness with you, you wouldn't be draining other people for their happiness. So learn how to be positive. Here's the other one. Reinforce your love with whoever you're dealing with by learning their love language. There's this book called The Five Love Languages, you know, the giving gifts, uh, the act of touch. And I don't just mean sex, you know. And then there's uh, quality time, you know. And when when you just take real moments to spend on doing real things like listening and talking, and if you don't want to talk and you don't want to listen, Go walking and hold hands and share the moment. Share the moment at a movie. Share the moment in a park. Um, Share the moment eating dinner. Cut off your doggone cell phone while you're eating if you can. I mean, some of us can't. I mean, I have folks calling and doing whatever, but I have learned that days or at least at some point every day, whether at my office or at my home, I just leave my phone in my house. And I know some of you are thinking, yeah, but what if the car breaks? Get you, take care of your raggedy car, it won't break. No, I'm just kidding. But the truth is, you don't need to be attached at the hip to anything but yourself and God. So you can do without your phone for an hour. Actually engage the person that you're with. Now, the about the gifts thing and, and the love languages, you know, I was talking about acts of service and giving gifts. I'm not talking about giving anybody diamonds and pearls, which I know is some sister talking about, like, excuse me, yeah, he can give me some diamonds and pearls. I ain't giving you no diamonds and pearls, so hush. But what you can do, brother, is go pick out one nice flower. You know, I mean, because it's it's better for you to pick out one nice one then have someone she doesn't know deliver it. And it's when you do things for people. Like, I'm going to give you a, a real trick, fellas. If you want your woman to like the flowers you gave her, give them to her at work when she's not mad at you. Because if you give them to her at work and she's mad at you, she's just going to be make you going to look like a trick. But if you just do it and she's not mad at you, all the other women get to go, oh, that's so nice. 
and she can go, yes, and you can be the hero, and when you get home, you might get some. You know what I mean? Um, and then this thing about this quality time, always a good thing, because quality times mean that you sacrifice time you'd spend doing something you want to do to do something she wants to do. Like, i give you an example. Go to the mall, and she might go to Victoria's Secret. You might get to see her trial and this stuff. You already know where it's going to lead. You know, you might have you some fun on the way home. But whatever you do, don't be in the mall parking lot and have that little fake cop come up to the car because you are doing something inappropriate because you was at Victoria's Secret and then you blame that on me. I know all of that was a stretch, but you get the point. The other thing is uh, words of affirmation. People like to hear a compliment attached to their name or to something that they did. Compliment your woman, even if she can't cook. Say, baby, you know what? This time you didn't even set the smoke detector off. You're getting better. Or, ladies, tell your husband, you know, you almost shaved and and you cut most of your fingernails, so you only scratched me a little bit this time. No, well, okay, I'm hoping that the people that you are in a relationship with do know how to cook and how to practice good hygiene. But if not, you can always go get a mani petty and you can pick up food from a nice restaurant and transfer it to your own paper plates. So last thing, and here's the most important thing. Be honest. Stop lying to people and lying to yourself. When you lie to someone, let me tell you what you're robbing yourself of. I'm not even talking about them. You're robbing yourself of somebody that would probably love or even like you, and to be in a good relationship, you need someone to love and like you. You're robbing yourself from giving them a chance to do that and be sincere about it. So with that stated, open up the door. Create room for someone to connect with you at a meaningful and deeper level. You'd be surprised how many times that we shortchange ourselves from having valid relationships from people that really would make a difference in our lives, from people that really would uh, be able to relate to us in ways that others probably can't. Now, my producer is saying, would you please take a call? The phones are lit up. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. If you have a question, and I'm going to qualify it on if you – uh, something's going on and you want to know should you leave the relationship or a sign that you're wondering, is this real or is this some crap? Or what can I do to let someone know I love them? You know, So we're going to put it there on one of these three things. Right now, I am going to ask you to uh, go ahead and call us at 646-478-5610. That's 646- Four seven eight fifty six ten. Press number one, and we're going to take that call. So first, before we do that, let me clear the lines a little bit. Uh, let's see, a six four six four seven eight fifty six ten. And my producer just told me uh, that uh, we did that. I think they did. I'm going to blame them. I'm never going to take responsibility for anything I do wrong. Um, that someone put the wrong number up, but the show is archived, so you can always listen in. 
The number again is six four six four seven eight fifty six ten. And I have uh, a line lit up, so I'm hoping this is still in the queue because we just cleared all the lines. You're on with conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Who am I yes, hello. Uh, are you listening to me right now? Yes, I sure am. No, about 2.9 million people are listening to you right now. Who am I talking <laughs> All right, to? That's great. Uh, this is uh, Jim, Jim Russells. Hi. And, Hi, Jim. Uh, How I are have, you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um, I have quite a bit of a long story, so I don't know if I should just you know slim it down or maybe go ahead and say the entire yeah. thing. Give us the skinny version. Well, I was in a relationship for maybe two or three years, and unfortunately, you know, she, uh, she passed away. Her name was uh, Banty, and recently I've been trying to get back on the uh, dating scene. hasn't been uh-huh. really working out for me. So, you know, it took me a while to get over her and, and, and things like that. You know, we used to watch movies together, and just everything reminds me of her. But uh-huh. I've been trying to get out there and stuff and meeting new people, and recently I met, you know, another girl, and she's been fantastic. She, she's been great, but she hasn't, you know, for a while now, she's been becoming more and more distant as time goes on. I'm not sure exactly why, and I've tried to confront her, but she hasn't really been, you know, answering them at all, kind of avoiding the question, going around the actual subject, I guess. But she is still, you know, contacting me and speaking with me. It's been about two or three months right now. Well, let me ask, let me, let me, and sorry to interrupt you, but that's common. And let me say what, uh, first I want to tell you, dude, I'm really sorry for your loss. Um, Thanks. Yeah. I really am, man. I just had a friend of mine who uh, lost his wife of many years, so I know that that can be a um, gut-wrenching situation. But Mm -hmm. I want to comfort you and tell you this. People come into your life for either a season, a reason, or a lesson. And when that's up, dude, you have to recognize that, okay, maybe this isn't the person that I'm supposed to be permanent with, but this is somebody that I'm supposed to learn something from, somebody that um, is here for me to, so I won't be alone. And But at the same token, the universe, and I, uh, I use that word interchangeably with God, uh, your creator knows exactly what's best for you. So putting it mildly, I want you to look at it like this. Enjoy mm-hmm. the interaction. Enjoy the time. Don't try to force something that's not there. And uh, and you sound like a really nice guy. So time is on your side, man. And and there are lots of good women out there uh, waiting to meet a good guy. So you know you're still single. You haven't made any commitments with this woman. And what I would tell you to do is, if she's not giving you the time you want or need, or relationship seems to be just uh, more platonic than anything. Well, it's not really a matter, I'm sorry for interrupting, but it's not really like a matter of, you know, it not being platonic or or, or anything. It's more of a matter where when it comes to a point of, you know, intimacy, it's more, you know, we can't really reach that point. And I'm not 100% sure if it has to do with the fact that, you know, my ex-girlfriend passed away. So every time I talk to, you know, I try to confront her about this, it's just, you know, she tries to avoid it, you know, does a barrel roll, and it's just very confusing to me. In trying mm-hmm. to, you know, reach her at, at, like, a really personal level, you know? It's just, you know, mm-hmm. at that point, it just seems that, you know, birds aren't that important. So it's just, I'm not exactly sure how to keep confronting her and if it's just pushing her away at that point or if I should just forget about her and maybe well, you know, let me open ask up this my horizon. Well, real quick. 
I want to ask a question. Are you the person that's having the issue with the intimacy, or is she the person that's having the issue with intimacy? It's more of a matter that uh, I'm becoming, you know, way more intimate than she is. And to be honest, I'm not sure if it's because I, I crave the intimacy, you know, because of the of what had happened, or she's, mm-hmm. you know, just not that into me, you know. Well, I will say this. It may not be that she's uh, just that into you, but that intimacy thing is tricky. Everybody is different. What I would suggest that you do in this is uh, have a conversation with her if you haven't already done it and express your needs, express your desires, and give her an opportunity to be very transparent with you about why, um, you know, she's holding back or why she's being guarded because sometimes it could be something as small as uh, she doesn't know how you really feel or she could be flashing back associating something with something that you don't even know or you're not even aware of. But I would tell you this, bro, give it time. And from Mm -hmm. what I can pick up on you, if she's not the one, whoever ends up being the woman in your life is going to have a really good guy that she needs to hang on (laughs) Thank you. I mean, it's just, you know, and I I really appreciate you saying that because it means a lot. I haven't really heard that ever since, you know, the incident. But... I mean, would would you recommend saying, you know, like in the long run, if she is not that into me, you know, because I'm the type of person that at this point, this is kind of volatile for me, you know, in mm-hmm. the end, like, does it just not even matter? Or, you know, do I just go on or, or let it affect me a certain way? Do I, I'm not sure if I can learn much from the situation as it is. I feel like I've already learned a lot from Bansy passing away. Well, I'm going to tell you this, man. It's uh, three months is not a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Give it more time, and I always put time limits on things, however, so I would give it another three months, but before even making that call, it's time to have a, let's sit down, let's have a frank discussion about this, let's okay. see exactly where her head is, because these are things we don't know, and you can't, the worst thing in the world is to make assumptions about other people's frame of mind because mm-hmm. if you assume anything, the chances that you're wrong are a lot higher than the chances that you're right. But even if you are right, you, you're better off having it confirmed than to be presumptuous and then act on impulse and make a dumb decision, okay? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay, well, one last thing. When the, I think the, the, the one time that she did, you know, confront me about the situation, she did say that it was because she feels as if she won't be able to live up to the expectation of Banty. And, you know, when she said that, I just had this weird, very strange, like, crawling feeling in my skin. And I wasn't sure exactly how to respond because, you know, it was a very intimate question and it made complete sense when she said it, you know. I'm, I'm not 100% sure if you know, that is a possibility because, you know, three years compared to only three months, you know. And and I know that, that this new girl is, you know, really into me, but it's a matter of, like, I guess in the long run she isn't able to open up herself because of, like, my past. So well, let me say this what do you recommend? I, I, that- I, here's what I recommend. First, make sure that you're over this last love because it sounds mm-hmm. like you had a very significant relationship there, and I would, mm-hmm strongly advise that you give yourself the appropriate amount of time to uh, allow yourself to heal because sometimes we don't do that. And when we don't do that, not only are we injurious to ourselves, but we're also 
hurting someone else's uh, psyche. And it doesn't help uh, that other person's self-esteem, nor does it help uh, to move our relationships to the place that they have the potential to go. Because even in this conversation with me, and I understand you're not talking to her, but in this conversation with me, you mentioned that young lady's name. You're meaning the young lady that passed name several times. And I could imagine that that would be intimidating, even though you would think, look, she's not here, she's deceased, but she's here in your mind and in your heart, which she very well should be after three mm-hmm. years. But uh, it is at best difficult, especially for somebody that could be really, really into you, feeling that they're competing with someone that they could never replace. So I would advise that you might want to stop mentioning Matthew's name uh, to her and keep that in Mm -hmm. your thoughts and uh, let her know that you are ready to live in the present and you're not trying to have her be someone who she can't be. You know, that's the past. Mm -hmm. Uh, That beautiful woman was allowed to be part of your life. Uh, for the time that was supposed to be, and when that time was up, it was up, and now it's time to embrace what's in front of you, and just let her know you're w- willing to do that, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, you know, I, I do let her know, and, and I do let her know that, you know, it's it's not, it's very hard to get over someone after such a long period of time, you know, because of, of all the things, you know, we used to do, you know, like, um, one thing that I'll always remember is, you know, watching the new Batman movie, like, the most recent one that had come out, and just being really into the actual, you know, movie. And, and that was, like, our favorite movie for the longest time. And, you know, we even dressed up, you know, she was Catwoman and I was Bane. You know, had the impression down and everything. And it was just a great time. Uh, but I don't tell her these stories because I feel like it's not, you know, appropriate. To, not unappropriate, but more of like, a, you know, it's not fair to her. Because, you know, both of them do have a place in my life, you know. But it's it's the fact that I am, I'm accepting of the fact that, you know, she passed away. And, and I'm, and I'm over that in a sense, you know, I'm fully accepting of it, so I'm I'm able to watch the movie again, you know, quote the movie, you know, and, you know, stuff like that without it affecting me, you know, on such a deep personal level, and I tell her this, but I feel as if, you know, there's, there's a very difficult way for me to, you know, confront her about it. I mean, I can just, you know, like you said, just not bring her up anymore, which I don't. It's, it's very, very infrequent, and most of the time it's her bringing her up because she feels like she has this sort of expectation to meet. But, you know, mm-hmm. I can't just tell her, oh, you know, you dress up as Catwoman. You know, it's just, yeah. I feel like they're, 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 it's, just, it's just very difficult. So, I mean, in the, in the long run, like, you know, your advice would be extremely handy in the sense that, you know, she, she, she is in the past and she'll always be part of me. But, you know, like you said, she is in the past. Just not bring up her name, for example. But like more well, than now, what, how can I get it into her head that you know I'm not, I'm in no way comparing either of them? Well, here's what I want you to do, and then I'm going to have to let you go. But I want to say this mm-hmm. to you: um, you just said it. Just let her know. All I need you to do is to be you, and that I am ready to live in my present. But and I do appreciate my past. But if you see how I could love her, know that I'm capable of loving you the same way and probably even better. But, hey, I wow. thank you for the call, dude. And, uh, no problem. Thank you for appreciate everything. you listening. All right. All right. Have a great Have a great day. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, as you can see, there are lots of nice guys out there. I am not alone. And that was a really, really nice dude. So, with that said, I want to give you some instructions. 
Don't count yourself out. God has a plan for your life. And love is just that. It is a gift. Even in the word it says, you know, I, I choose you this day who you will serve. Well, you already know if God ain't going to make you love him, people can't make you love them. And moreover, guess what that means, folks? Can't nobody, you can't make anybody love you. So with that said, why don't we just try this? Try being appreciative, living in the moment, and taking things nice and slow. Now, before I get out of here, a couple of things I want you to do. If you are listening by Internet, if you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, which millions of you are, hit the follow button, and you don't have to wait for the show to come on. It will just automatically shoot you an email, and you can listen that way. The other thing that you can also do is make sure you go to the Facebook page. That's D. Yvonne Young on Facebook, D. Ivan Young, if you want to pronounce my name wrong. And if you go there, you can always see when we're about to broadcast because it automatically shows up on Facebook, and you just have to click the link, and it will take you to Block Talk Radio. Well, oh, one other thing, housekeeping, housekeeping, uh, fatal attraction, we are on starting this coming week. Uh, just check your local um, cable networks for broadcast times. And I don't know if this is an episode that I'm on, but even if I'm not on that particular episode, watch our program. It is off the chart. Jupiter Entertainment has tons of great programming, and we've got some new stuff in the hopper coming out really, really soon for you. But if you like Comfort City Confidential and Biography and True Crime and all that stuff, that's all Jupiter Entertainment. But Fail Attraction happens to be the show that I'm affiliated with. So it is off the chain, and it will also give you the clues so you don't end up being with a crazy person. Now, if you have missed any part of tonight's program and you want to know the before you break up or what can keep your relationship together, signs to call it quits, or am I with somebody that's crazy as hell, all you got to do is listen to the program. As a matter of fact, when I go off the air, this program is recorded and it's up on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. In other words, you can listen to this whenever the heck you want to. So you feel free. Share it with your friends. You can embed it in your websites or in your head, but at the bottom line, it will change your life. Now, last but not least, I want you to know something. I love you madly. Most sincerely, I do. Talk to you guys next week. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Have an awesome week. Love you. Bye now. <laughs>